0: Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. It seems we live in a land of paradoxes and are witnessing the inclination to casually disregard what previous generations have held to be of fundamental importance. In this episode, Doug reminds us of how much we have to be grateful for and to reflect upon the fundamental values that our nation was founded on. After the episode, consider leaving a review and follow us on your favorite streaming service. If you've gleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. Each July 4th week, I take time to reflect and remember God's providence for our nation. In fact, reflecting on this upcoming July 4th, I'm reminded of how much I have to be grateful for. I'm grateful for all the sacrifices made by so many for the liberties and freedoms that I enjoy today, in fact, that we all enjoy today. I'm also reminded by the words of our first president, George Washington. We have God to thank for America's birthday. He also goes on to say, No people can be bound to acknowledge and adore the invisible hand which conducts the affairs of men more than the people of the United States. Every step by which they have advanced to the character of an independent nation seems to have been distinguished by some token of providential agency. Many will greet one another with happy 4th of July, or display flags, have barbecues and picnics, attend parties, and of course watch magnificent displays of fireworks. I wonder though just how many will actually comprehend the history and the price paid for the liberties that we enjoy so much. It seems we live in a land of paradoxes, We are all the beneficiaries of the foundations laid, through many a price paid and sacrifices made, by which we enjoy the liberties and freedoms in our nation. Yet many forget the roots of those foundations. We are witnessing the inclination to casually disregard what previous generations have held to be of fundamental importance to us. Let us not only greet one another with Happy Fourth or Independence Day. But may we have a deep gratitude and appreciation for those who sacrifice for us to have them. May we also be keenly aware of just how volatile our liberties and freedoms are. They must not be taken for granted, but stewarded with respect and a sense of responsibility. Thus, we find ourselves losing the very things we have so cherished. President Ronald Reagan once said, Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same, or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. You see, our founding fathers understood that freedom naturally decays as societies expand unless people of principle defend it. That tendency has been true at every point in human history and always will be. Government has the necessary role of defending our liberty, free speech, and the right to property. But virtue can become a vice when it attempts too much. We must be watchful to ensure that the government's good intentions don't become the overreach that becomes tyranny. In our freedoms and liberties, we may not always agree on every issue, and that's very obvious in the day in which we live. But may we remember to always have respect and and show civility in our public discourse, even in our strong disagreements. Let us remember and reflect upon the fundamental values that our nation was founded on. The Declaration of Independence signed on July 4, 1776, is as providential and powerful today as it was when it was written and when it was signed back then. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And yes, in our frail humanity, there have been many challenges and conflicts to address and work through since our very founding. Yet there is no other nation as young and as diverse as the U.S. So let us remember and reflect upon the redemptive and fundamental values that our nation was founded on. And to quote from the Pledge of Allegiance, One nation, under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I find the words of the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 17 verse 26 through 28 and Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 fitting for us today and is part of my regular prayer time. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for Him and find Him, though He is not far from each one of us. For in Him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we are also His offspring. That's Acts chapter 17, verse 26 through 28. Think of the possibilities. Of any nation in the world, the United States of America is made up of individuals and people from every nation. In other words, just like Paul said in Acts chapter 17, one blood from every nation. Through Christ, we're one blood. We're unified in Him as a people of the United States of America. Yes, with all of our conflicts and challenges and differences and difficulties, yet we are brought from every nation to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. One blood, many nations. And I love what Paul says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. I pray that our liberties would not become a license for licentiousness that causes greater division and schisms between us, but realizing we're part of something bigger than ourselves, that the providence of God has brought us together for a time such as this. And first and foremost, it starts with a heart awakening in us, So we can have a church wide corporate awakening, and so that together we can reach the soul of our nation. The nations of the world are here. And it's here that we need an awakening and a personal sense of responsibility for the freedoms and liberties God has given us so that we can, like in the covenant of Abraham, be a blessing to the nations. Let us truly recognize the depth and the breadth of the foundations laid, the price that's already been paid for our liberties and freedoms, so that we can take the responsibility to be a light that shines like a lighthouse to a world that's desperately working through the fog, through the darkness, through the storms of life. We need the presence and the peace of God like never before. And I pray that the church awakened together, crossing our racial, denominational, generational lines, becoming part of something greater than ourselves, would recognize this awesome responsibility for a time such as this. Back in 2015, in preparation for a citywide gathering of pastors, intercessors, leaders in the greater Houston area. I was preparing, but yet I was also losing all my hair. It was July 3rd. I was preparing for July 4th to speak this gathering, and yet I was losing all my hair from chemo. I won't get into the whole story, but it was called, The Eagle is Balding. And I talked about, is there hope and healing for the bald eagle nation? Now we know that our national bird is the bald eagle. So I was using that prophetic drama of the very things I was going through in my own body. And like the prophets of the Old Testament or the early church leaders, many times when they were going through something personal, it became a part of what was called a prophetic drama. The message became larger than the context of what they were going through. In retrospect, recognizing it's been eight years now since that moment when I was losing my hair on July 3rd and I jokingly said to my wife, the eagle is balding in preparation for that July 4th citywide gathering. But I realize now how prophetic that really was. The things we were going through, the message I ended up writing about in an article in July of 2015 called The Eagle is Balding Can the Church Help Heal a Nation? Looking back now, that was five years before COVID, five years before all the challenges and the divisiveness and the increase of challenges and anarchy and divisiveness in our nation. It was five years before all the beginnings of all this unraveling in our nation and around the world. God was preparing His people, and He's always looking to us to look introspectly, looking at our own hearts, our own heart conditions. You've heard me say before in the Reform of Josiah in 622 B.C. that King Josiah, when he realized how everything had gotten out of kilter, and he began to legislate the laws of God when he saw how far we'd become untethered from the laws of God— Jeremiah and Zephaniah, the prophets in the Old Testament, who were contemporaries at the time, although commending King Josiah, made a strong statement and alluded to this, lasting change will never take place until the inward corruption of the heart is first dealt with. That's why you've heard me say with redundancy over and over and over, we need an individual heart awakening, a corporate church heart awakening, if we're going to heal the soul of a nation. There is no hope And there will be no lasting change until we first deal with the inward corruption of our own hearts. Anyway, if you'd like a copy of that prophetic drama, that message I wrote in July 2015 and was published by various online magazines, I'd be happy to send you a copy. In fact, you can go to DougStringer.com and look up The Eagle is Balding. It's from July 2015. Or you can email us at somebodycares at somebodycares.org requesting the prophetic drama message is there hope and healing for the bald eagle nation by Doug Stringer. I'd be happy to send it to you. So in conclusion today, let me remind us that we are, from every nation, one blood in Christ Jesus. We can cross our racial, denominational, generational lines meeting at the cross of Christ and together become part of something greater than ourselves. The church in our nation and our nation together can be a blessing to the nations of the world, or continue to be a blessing to the nations of the world. And again, as Paul said in Galatians chapter five, verse one, let's stand fast therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again in yokes of bondage. So again may I say to you, have a great Fourth of July week. Have a great blessed independence day in July fourth. Enjoy the family, enjoy all the festivities and the fireworks, let us never forget the foundations laid, the sacrifices made, and the price that has been paid for you and I to enjoy the liberties and freedoms that we have. Happy and blessed Independence Day and every day, happy 4th of July. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org, or by texting your donation amount to 805-805. 42-7348. 4227348 Please join us again for a Word in Season with Doug Stringer and friends.